0: Welcome to Random Fandom, where everything's made up and the points don't matter. Tonight we've got a lot wait, do,
1: wait, wait, wait. Is that from. Whose line is it, anyways? Was it? Oh,
0: my bad. Random Fandom, The Final Frontier. What? what? Wait, what? These are, you... are the recordings of two best friends. What do you
1: do? Is that Star Trek The Next Generation?
0: Hmm. The following takes place between 7 and 8 p.m. on Friday, September 15th. Events occur in real time. Okay, okay, and
1: you're not you're not even trying to do your uh, unique intro. Th- this is that's just twenty four. That's just the show twenty four.
0: Live from New York, it's
1: Random oh my Fandom, God, dude. Saturday Night Live. We're not even in New York. That is a completely different. You no, you're
0: right. That show hasn't been funny for a long time. Why even rip it off? Right? Yeah. From Universal Studios, it's America's podcast, stop Random to- Fandom. Okay, stop.
1: Is, okay is uh, I'm, was that wheel of fortune yeah was that's that wheel the wheel fortune? spinning you get my wheels yeah, spinning okay. we get each other's wheels okay. spinning here on this friday this night this is getting old
0: should we just say it's random phantom with brandon <laughs> brandon because it is
1: let's let's take a deep breath let's try that
0: Hey, welcome to the Random Fandom, Brandon with Brandon, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I talk too fast sometimes. It's the Random Fandom with Brandon, and Brandon podcast. Thanks for being a part of I, what I believe is our 37th recording. I think it's 38. It's somewhere in the high 30s.
1: We don't give a shit.
0: Do you? I hope you do. What you might give a crap about is all that we got to talk about, and we've got quite a, a, a meaningful show recording episode a little
1: bit we, you know it's I'll, meaningful it's, to us, it's light on content
0: but heavy on heart sure yeah like a lifetime movie like straight up those are what those were
1: yeah so what we got for you today is you saw the it movie without me which is a dick move
0: oh you should know
1: but i saw dunkirk without you
0: yeah you can have it
1: <laughs> it was a good movie i've um, heard that we'll we'll kind of do a little bit of a spoiler free review yeah just a quick one a quick on little each of
0: those a little touch
1: a uh, little bit of movie news we just want to touch on. And then, I think our topic of the week is going to be PAX West. About something West. you
0: got to do last weekend. Yeah, I got to do go PAX West. To what end, I can't wait to hear all about, because I haven't really had a chance with, to uh, decompress with you since then. So, yeah. A lot of games.
1: Ugh, dude, so many. But we'll talk about that. Cause, you know, we've got to do our, our every podcast thing where we got to thank the sponsors. We do.
0: No, we don't have to. We get to. That's the difference. Some... They're obligated financially and it gets a little sticky like borrowing money from a family member and then paying them back and yeah. feeling weird about it. This one we get to. Okay. It's, it's a privilege. By the way, thanks for listening. We are the podcast for you. Okay. Yeah, one of the many. But today's sponsors that are helping make this episode of Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon Possible are two very different but meaningful. Again, meaningful.
1: Can I take the first one? I think you should. All right. Uh, the first one is Hungry Hungry Hypno. You you're no never heard of this? No, an all new approach to weight loss utilizing revolutionary new hypnosis. Oh. If you're chowing like a hippo, you need our hypno. Lose that weight today with Hungry Hungry Hypno.
0: Yeah, I wonder. I always wondered if those little white pellets, you know, that came on the Hungry Hungry Hippo board, uh-huh. were used to like sedate the hip hippos.
1: They don't. The hippos don't move much. They no, they just really don't. Eat. It makes sense.
0: It really does. So if it works on a board game, it can work on a fatty trying to lose weight. Right. <laughs> yeah, sorry, that's a hard word sometimes. I know. That's a hard word to.
1: I like. I hesitated. To you agree did. With you, you gave me this like, weird look too. Like, I was oh. like, oh, that seems harsh.
0: Well, this if that seems harsh. How about this next fake sponsor, <laughs> folks? I want to tell you about rape. Let's. We need to talk about it. Sexual misconduct and related offenses are running rampant in this country right now. Which is why there's an all new education program committed to bringing an end to these problems. Introducing the Rape Awareness Prevention Education, or for short, RAPE. Check this out. From the same concerned citizens who formed DARE, remember DARE? Mm -hmm. RAPE seeks to educate people of all ages, not just the young people, about how to halt would be sexual assault, both as perpetrators and as victims. So if you want to learn more about this new cause and make a donation, show your support by going to iSupportRape.com. That's Rape Awareness Prevention Education. Who want to remind you that nobody can rape you without your permission? Don't laugh. It's not funny.
1: Oh no! It's...
0: <sighs> Remember, I'm thinking of that that uh, that line from a very early season of Arrested Development when Buster's like, "Yeah, like anyone want to?" Are her. <laughs> can't <even> say <laughs> the word. <laughs> uh great uh, great show in it's original run.
1: If you you know if you miss Buster, uh you could watch Veep on Oh yeah, he HBO. He's, he's a regular recurring character. And and well I mean yeah, he's there on every episode And he's his hilarious. character is so Bustery. Bustery. It, yeah, it's, it's kind of like so the similar.
0: guy's uh, Tony something. I forget his real name. Danza yeah, Tony Danza. He's kind of a one note character, but he plays that character very well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And He's then, you know, I'm so glad to see so many of the guys and girls from that show are still doing their thing. Uh, speaking of which, Bojack Horseman season four. Have you uh, got a chance to sit down with it yet?
1: I didn't even know it was out.
0: It just came out, I think, last week. I just uh, okay. have skimmed the first few episodes. Still a really quality show. And of that, of course, oh, with that's good. I'm Will Arnett, you, I, you know, I, that's my yeah, connection will watch
1: there. It. Um, they, I think, greenlit season five for Arrested Development. And so I think ah, that's... just please be better than that. No, no, th- for... From what I read, they they recognized that the last one sucked and nobody liked it,
0: and so and that's why there's probably been so much downtime too, kind of letting those the ashes cool off a little bit from
1: that, that dumpster fire, and probably they they had to really get everybody scheduled together because in the old in the old episodes. All the characters were together at one time, and that was the bouncing off of each other. It right, and they were not the, necessarily
0: doing Hollywood stuff and other projects right. now. Right, and in the
1: last season, they were too busy, so they had to film everything. And it separately. really showed on it. Really yeah. showed. And so I think they're really trying to get them together, and they're working with all of their movie schedules to get them together. Cool. Anyway, that is it. No, that was just not anything we had planned or anything. But yeah,
0: good stuff. If you Near haven't watched it.
1: Honestly, go watch seasons one through three.
0: Still on Netflix now that Netflix yeah. kind of owns it, I guess uh-huh. in a weird way. Yeah, I guess they bought the rights to it.
1: I was trying to tell my girlfriend's parents about Arrested Development. Are they cool? Because they were talking about how good Big Bang Theory is, and I was like, uh, "Well, you're obviously easily that's amused. an intro. You're easily too amused. Funny. So you want a real show that is actually funny? Try Arrested Development.
0: You do it now. Do they listen to this
1: podcast? No, but
0: I wonder how they'd feel our about third us. fake
1: spot. Our third, that's a <laughs> Not even a sponsor.
0: No, but thank you to Arrested Development for all the laughs over the years. We're going to switch now to movies. Like uh, Brandon said just a few minutes ago, we've got a little bit to talk about it and Dunkirk, respectively. We've seen them separately, but here we are together to talk about them. Let's get into movies.
1: So I have to admit, I have never seen the original... Was it four part series or something like that? It was a mini series. It was a mini
0: series. It it, it's like 190 minutes all together. Yeah, I forget how it's they parted like out. I think like I saw a it little on VHS. Over a full movie. I think it was two or three VHS tapes. And back so, in I, the day. and
1: that came out when we were kids.
0: 1990.
1: 1990. And I think at the time I was uh, too young to see it, and as I grew up, it just became too old of news, and I never saw that movie. Or I can understand how miniseries. certain
0: things slip through the cracks like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, like you were telling me, you never saw Titanic.
0: That's weird. No, it's not.
1: I am looking forward to this, and I know that you were talking about like spoilers. I'm going to do my best to bit, dance around it, but you don't like, even oh, know the but story because it, but you're it never... already came out. Like I can't spoil it, and I was like, no, I literally as a have not property, seen it's anything. been around forever.
0: I think Stephen King wrote it back in like the late 70s or 80s or something like that. Yeah. So the story's been out there for a long time. Uh, this interpretation of it was a little different than what I was expecting, but I'll try to do my best to tiptoe through the garden of spoiler okay. territory.
1: Real quick though, is this a movie based on a miniseries based on a book?
0: If you're following that line of logic, let me see. Yep, yep, that checks out. Okay, now Stephen King's book was the first, and then they and made the a movie, seri- movie series, a movie series, mini series based off that, and now this is a full-fledged, you know, motion picture.
1: I hope they write a book about the making of it, the new movie. So then you can have a book based on a movie, who's based on a mini series, based on a book. That sounds like Inception. Yeah.
0: This inside of this, based on that, with Leonardo DiCaprio.
1: So, what did you think of Leonardo DiCaprio in it? He was great. <laughs> you
0: couldn't even tell that he wasn't on screen. <laughs> <Ever>. Somehow, <laughs> uh, this movie was entertaining. Loved it. I didn't loved it. That's... I loved it. Yeah. Okay. And I know it's it's getting hyped up right now. Of course,
1: and reviews are great. But you know, reviews I'm not one... like the '80s. I don't and... feel
0: like I'm one to jump on the hype train. Like, for instance, when we had the discussion a few weeks ago, I didn't really. Give two cares about Dark Knight. That thing was hyped to hell. Yeah, you know, in two thousand eight, was it or whatever that came out. I don't, I don't remember The Hangover, for instance, when people were like, "Oh my god, funniest movie!" I was like, mm, "Didn't really like it." So I'm not one to jump uh, jump on the hype train.
1: No, I know you're not. You're in fact, you're a little bit. Kind of I would hipstering. say you're more of a kind of a, a on, on the more. I don't want to say you're negative, but I'm just saying you generally tend to. Dislike movies a little bit more. Than, Whereas, say, like, for, you know, when they the say four person. out of every
0: five, I'm that fifth person. Right. And I'm okay with that. All that to say, this movie is deserving of its recognition. Um, the story was great. Again, they didn't have to do much as far as originating stuff, but they didn't do too much to take away from the original story. And it mm-hmm. played it really well for being, you know, an adaptation. How many ever years later?
1: And they updated the 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 year, right? So yeah, the original the one story was t- done in the
0: sixties. Sixties, yeah. And then this one's and back this in nineteen eighty nine. And they okay. show you right which, from the beginning. They're interested in like hitting those nostalgia vibes for him, much like Stranger Things did or anything that really has a a nerdy outcast kid ensemble cast. And,
1: well, in fact, one of the kids from Stranger Things.
0: Yeah, he was Richie, who was and I knew he who which character he was. I couldn't remember the name, but I knew immediately which character he was uh, based on the miniseries, uh-huh. when they showed the trailer. Because Richie, uh, originally played by Seth Green as a youngster, I think he was like 12 or 13. Really? Yeah, and he had big, thick glasses. So when they showed this kid something Wolfhart, he's like Liam Wolfhart. I Leon, I can't remember, but he had the big, thick glasses. Like, oh, he's going to play the... And uh-huh. he was the wisecracker of the gang. Nice. Uh, they let the kids cuss in this one. Uh, there's Fuck a few you. things that <laughs> earned it an R rating. Uh, blood, not like gross, but necessary to tell some of the main parts of the story, or some of the scenes you're used to, uh, whether mm-hmm. depicted in the book or the original miniseries,
1: like Mortal Kombat, like that's necessary, kind of. Yeah,
0: yeah. and um, and I think another thing too was uh, that caught me off guard as to why it earned the R rating. A lot of swearing. I was like, oh, huh. okay, this is diff- different. But it kind of necessary because when I was like, I don't know how old these kids are supposed to be. They're like twelve or so. Yeah. You know, I would swear to try to show off in front of my friends. Or yeah. one kid cusses, everyone thinks, "Oh, my gosh, what's this new language we can speak now?" Yeah. So I get it. Um, it was your typical nerd outcast ensemble. You know, there's the fat one, there's the black one, there's the asthmatic, there's the stutterer, there's the girl in this case. That's not spoiling anything. There's mm-hmm. the uh, the clown. <laughs> the clown. He just <laughs> wants to be part <laughs> He's of their the gang. Clown one. Yeah. He, they banish him to the gutter all the time. Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was, but it wasn't. Bad, very, like we talked about tropes before. All these yeah. kids were like just tropes and all outcast, loser, nerd kids, but-
1: But done in the right way.
0: Yeah, and they're all friends and support each other. And it was, it, you know, so many of Stephen King's works are centered around childhood. He must've had a fascinating childhood, but it was almost stand by me-ish, you know? Mm-hmm. Except there, I think there's seven of these kids. Uh, there's the Jew kid, like literally, like that's a stereotype. Yeah. Um, and they were all great and they all played their parts well. And I'm always kind of like, Eh, child actors bug me, you know. Right. Like Anakin
1: Skywalker. Yeah. You
0: know, and just as a prime example. Well, he didn't get better when he got older either. Poor kid, yeah. He's, so, is he dead?
1: No, no, I didn't mean, well, I meant that actor, but I meant the person who played him, Hayden Christensen, when he got older as well. Oh,
0: okay. No, the original, like, Jake oh, no, Lloyd no, yeah. or Jake Webber. No, he, Weber. Uh,
1: that, was a, that was it for acting for that kid. Poor He guy. was done after that.
0: But let's focus on positive things, I suppose. Sure. These kids were great, and the clown was awesome. I really liked his updated look, and, you know, of course, Tim Curry's original nineteen ninety is always going to be like the proving ground, but this guy didn't take anything away, and still made it a little bit different, new age Pennywise, right. and I thought it was really cool. Uh, There's a little bit of a twist at the end. For me, it wasn't a twist, but I've just having read and like based on the way the audience reacted at the end, I was like, yeah, you guys didn't see this coming. But then I was in the theater, my brother and I, when we went and saw this last weekend, with so many kids, it was like high school date night. It was really? just, it was like being like at a high school dance, man. Oh, that's it was,
1: not good for the uh, all the all the cursing.
0: Yeah. And blood. <laughs> yeah. Although I'm pretty sure these kids are used to it in their own way. Yeah. And man, that f- theater right up until the phone, the phone, the movie started, everyone's on their phone. I'm just like, is this what we do now? Really? This? I'm sorry if I'm is old the, now. Is it an
1: age gap? You think where like the kids themselves just think that that's okay, where we grew up and that was absolutely not okay. Yeah.
0: Maybe maybe a little something in between, but so much for that. Without trying to spoil too much, um, Pennywise looked really cool this time around, and he was creepy. And it turns out it's uh, Stellan Stars, Skarsgård's kid, one of his... Uh, Wait, what? Who? Stellan Skarsgård. He's an actor. He's been in a lot of things. You okay. would recognize him for some. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was his kid, Bill, I guess. Uh, never seen him before. Oh, like I was saying. Now I know what I'm saying. Despite everyone being on their phones and being in a huge age gap, there is... Um, I guess somewhat of a twist at the end. And like I said, based on the the way everyone's like, oh, like you heard a collective gasp at the end or just like something in the theater I was in. I was like, yeah, you guys didn't see this coming. But then I thought, wait, they've never read the book. They haven't seen the original because yeah. I was around a bunch of kids. So I was like, oh, well, of course they have no basis. Right. So it was, it was cool to see someone else react to something for the first time. It's like their yeah. experience with it. I remember reading the book. I remember seeing the miniseries. So I just thought this was a faithful yet, not completely just uninspired mm-hmm. rendition of this. Some renditions, and I hate when horror movies get remade. I really do. If you look at Halloween, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, all these, do you even remember the remakes of them? No. No. And Speaking nor of which. Sh- yeah, nor should you.
1: <laughs> you know Halloween is being remade? Again. Again.
0: Oh, right, with the supposedly Jamie Lee Curtis isn't coming in this one, yet she was clearly killed on screen uh, in one of the last... H2O, I think they call it, Halloween 20 yeah. years later. It had L O Cool J in it for some I'm stupid like, reason. like, is she going
1: to play the same character, or is she going to play a different character? Or maybe they'll again?
0: flash back to her, or like... I don't know. It, maybe it's Michael she Myers in an Ultimate Universe. Think, but- it's so dumb. But yeah, sure. this one was actually really worth it. And it does what a good horror movie should. It has a very strong, scary antagonist. And yet, it has very likable protagonists.
1: Mm-hmm. And it just
0: meshed really well, and I, without spoiling anything, um, I can't say
1: anything more. Just... I should go see
0: it. You really should go see it, and then maybe we could get a little more full into it.
1: Now now uh, it was really my good. girlfriend Emily is not into horror films at all. In fact, not interested in seeing this at all. Like she was like I don't when she's also younger. She's twenty well, about to turn twenty eight. so um, hot. So hot. Right.
0: Yeah. Good job. Oh uh, yeah, thanks.
1: Um, <laughs> so she uh, I I was talking to her about it and she's like, I don't even know what that is, which is weird to me. And I was like... Well, here's why. I'm sorry. Let me jump on that real
0: quick. And I meant to make this point earlier. And thank you for reminding me. What's cool is they say in this movie, It, or the clown, or whatever form it might take, because it feeds on your fears,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. comes back every 27 years to this town. Oh, that's ironic. 1990, the miniseries came out. There you go. 2017. 27 years later the movie's out very meta and cool okay. like much like twin peaks did remember they said 25 years later and then the show went off air and then it came back 25 years <laughs> later so i like those that, little things cool. where um, reality and like the fiction kind of blend so so she would have been one one at when that time, yeah. came out. and babies don't remember but stuff i'm like surprised you just
1: never heard of it but anyway so i was explaining to her i was like she's like well i don't know what is it and i was like well it's Basically, and I mean, I just I didn't give her the whole backstory about the alien because I don't know much about it. But I was like, well, well, some people it's say it's basic- a demon. I I don't know. I was like, well, basically, it's this killer clown that is chasing after a bunch of kids. And she goes, yeah, I don't want to see that.
0: Right, especially now, killer clowns is it come up every internet Halloween time, and that's like really scary. But it's right. like, what's that based on? And from the mind of Stephen King, you know what i I read? I read in two days this movie grossed more than Dark Tower, the previously. Offered up Stephen uh, King yeah. rendition did in its whole run.
1: Dude, Dark Tower was bad, man. Yeah,
0: this movie kicks ass. It it great adaptation, and I was really happy. I saw. I'd be willing to see it again for sure.
1: Thank you for that. Thank you. Um, why don't we kick into? I'll just give a brief review of. Yeah, I know Dunkirk. this movie
0: came out like a month or two ago, but it's still very talked about. And yeah, it's absolutely. gonna absolutely. It's going to be relevant come Oscar season for sure.
1: Yeah, I can and- imagine.
0: And that's not even me seeing it; just hearing about it. And, Seeing how technical it looks.
1: One of the things that you mentioned in yours that came through was that authentic and faithful adaptation of the book, right? Well, I feel like Dunkirk is that for the Battle of Dunkirk. Like what actually where, occurred. In where what group? you're seeing is legitimately what the situation was. Uh, th- I have I have some ups and downs about this. the The good things about this movie: the action is great, the story is told well. Uh, basically the way you as the audience are seeing it is this battle is sort of take, I don't even want to call it much of a battle at this time. There's really not that much fighting, but what you're doing is you're seeing the perspective of folks on the beach uh, trying to get on a boat. You're seeing the perspective of a guy in a plane with some, with some dog fighting over the ocean. You're seeing Some of the civilians who are loading up their boat full of life jackets and stuff so that they can go to the beach of Dunkirk and pick up, even if it's just 10 or 15 of these poor guys that are stuck on this beach um, before the invading army come. And so really, you're just seeing this battle from multiple different perspectives.
0: Wait, real quick. Yeah. I don't know much about the Battle of Dunkirk, and I'm assuming I'm not the only one. Like I'm assuming there's going to be a lot of people who find out about Dunkirk retroactively.
1: Right, like I didn't know anything story. about it.
0: So whose perspective, what force? Like the Allied forces, is American? Who's it told kind of through the the eyes of?
1: Yeah. the The Battle of Dunkirk was in 1940, and the Germans were advancing onto this beach town in France, Uh, and they were trapping the Allied troops on the beaches, and everyone was basically... So the battle was lost by this point, and they were just trying to minimize the deaths of the Allied forces. And so you had um, all of these soldiers just in lines at the uh, on the beaches just waiting for ships to come
0: oh for like their rescue yeah
1: and it's just because of all these issues and and bombings and and it's just all these problems where it was just taking so long and that that constant feeling throughout this movie of having the you don't even you barely ever see any german soldiers but you constantly get that feeling that they are getting closer
0: they're like a A presence without being on screen yeah no that's exactly it cool
1: what I loved about this movie was how accurate it seemed to the battle and that's as somebody who doesn't know I wasn't there I don't know what the battle looked like but it really felt authentic the downside to me was there was not much of a story at all so when I think about something like Saving Private Ryan is one of the best war movies out there and it was a good story about good characters while showing incredible action sequences. Making just for an overall great movie. Now, this
0: movie was um, lighter on the war violence, right? Because it's PG-13, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, it wasn't much blood at all. Um, now that I'm thinking about it, yeah. I mean, there was, up, there was definitely deaths. Sure. But, but to the point where it wasn't like people were... You know, in, in Saving Private Ryan, there's a dude wandering around trying to find his arm. There's a woman... woman there's a guy... With his intestines With out. his intestines out yelling for his mom. And you don't get anything like that it's in It's crazy us.
0: how like 20 years later we don't forget that or however
1: long like, that movie is. Well, and that's the thing. That, that movie did battle so well. In this case, I think they, I don't know how else to say it, but I think they tried to do it as accurate as possible without going too graphic. Yeah. And which is good because that made it something that's a little bit more open to all audiences. But really, if you're trying to follow any story in this, there is none. I mean, you get the basic story of a pilot, but but the only story that you see is him and the couple of people, a couple of other people who he's with in his, I don't know, what do you call that? Company. Company, yeah. Yeah. And they just come across some other planes or some other ships, and it's just they have to deal with the battle. And, and, but you don't get any sense of who these guys are what their kind of past like faceless is. names. Yeah, gotcha. Um,
0: now, was it subtitled, or do they speak English just for the sake of the no, audience? No, they speak English. Yeah, but it's, we just know that it's, it's German point. and French,
1: and well, you're following the mainly British. Oh, okay. Uh, so, so you're, but
0: the battle takes place in France. Yeah. So, oh, so I follow you. Okay.
1: On on like on the beach, there's uh, French, British, uh, I f- I think Belgian and Dutch, um, all all soldiers there at this one because they were all part of the allied forces uh really what you're doing is you're following the british army because they speak english Thankfully, and, and they, do, they do they do show some of the french but really they're in the background they're barely even a plot point in this so, so a subplot thank you yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, really, that's the th- the interesting thing about this movie is if I'm going to do a review, there's not much I can review on besides good acting, good action. Sequences. It's very
0: isolated. It sounds like yeah, but you would recommend it.
1: I would still recommend it, and I would probably recommend it for theater because once you get onto a small screen in your house, you're gonna lose a little bit of some sure. of that sound and that feeling that you're engulfed in the battle.
0: I think they still have at the uh, local discount cinema. I, I should probably go check that. I might even go check it out this weekend. Being that we like to play this little game every once in a while, speaking of Dunkirk and It, mm-hmm. who liked it better for Dunkirk? Critics or fans? Again, this is based off of oh, Rotten Tomatoes. I would Rotten say Tomato. critics, for sure. Yes. And would you wager how
1: big a gap? You're on Rotten Tomatoes? I am. I would wager that. See, this is the kind of movie that... A critic would feel no matter even if the critic walk away going, "Man, I was bored, there was no story, but because it's a serious war flick that is directed well, they're afraid to give it a bad review sure uh no matter what they thought of it, I would say that it's probably in the ninety five for critics
0: as opposed to what for
1: fans as opposed to maybe no well, I think I thought last time I checked it was in the eighties um <laughs> I, I I don't know, but I would you're, put, you're on the right path. I, I would put the the users probably in the 80s. You're
0: yeah, you said 95 critics, 93, and 82 for fans. Okay. so both yeah. well reviewed, and both were well reviewed. Uh, for it, who liked it more, critics or fans? Fans. Yep, not by much. though. 85 to 88. So basically, right on par. Nice. Yeah, cool. I, I like I like knowing that both sides are coming to a, it's, it's, a yeah. theater leaving happy.
1: It's interesting that you can always. Gauge, not always, but most of the time, you can gauge based on the type of movie it is if critics gonna are going to like, gonna it, like it or users are going to like it. more. No doubt, yeah. which is really interesting.
0: And, and some, and but uh, you know what? Half the the win is being surprised too. Yep. When you are. Yep.
1: Cool. So, um, so
0: you've got a movie to watch, and it sounds like I should be checking that out before it gets out of theaters. Yeah, I would recommend it. Movie uh, news, uh, not yet pertaining to stuff on screen. But uh, the guy who directed Jurassic World, I forget his name now. Colin, yeah, tre- Trevinson tre- something. T R V E. Travanculo.
1: Travanculo.
0: Okay, now you're just
1: uh... trolley car. Yes. So he. Trebek. <laughs>
0: Apparently, he is uh, not going to be directing episode nine. Yeah, I,
1: I he stepped down, and I don't. I'm, I don't I'm wondering why. why. I mean... How do you step down from that project? I don't know. Well, here's the a thing. A lot of pressure.
0: Oh. And if you don't feel like you're the right guy and you actually care pressure. about what your name's attached to...
1: But the thing is, is Hopefully he, he had some
0: type of guarantee, though. Like, he
1: was able to take Jurassic Park. Well, I guess it's not as beloved of a franchise, that's for sure. But it's still a beloved still something franchise. It's very big
0: in pop culture awareness.
1: I guess, though, the thing about Jurassic Park is if he would have screwed up, people would have expected it. And people would have expected... Well, especially based
0: off number three. A fourth... Yeah, exactly. It, there was a fourth like fourth what, a 15-year gap. Like, yeah. it, it had been left alone for a long time.
1: I guess you're right. In this case, I mean, the pressure is significantly higher.
0: Sure. And we don't know what's in store for episode nine. I can't wait to find out. Because in just three short months... It, literally. Yeah. September yeah. 15th is today. And in three short months from gonna, today. And
1: we're going to go see it on your birthday again. You're damn right. Hell three yeah. years in a row. Star Wars birthday time.
0: Uh, anyways, that's not... so.
1: Let's say who stepped into the role of directing. Well,
0: if you liked episode seven, you felt confident I did. in the job J.J. J. Abrams did, then I did. Cool. Uh, as of right now, he is uh, back in the director's seat for episode nine, which I I'm imagine is going to start about. filming pretty soon. They're probably going to let yeah. episode eight clear out and get right on it. Or I don't he, know. I don't know the schedule. I think
1: he did an amazing job. I love him as a director. And so I'm super happy about this.
0: And if you can end up helming, you know, and he also helped write episode seven. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know... What kind of writing?
1: Well, he's is. helping produce all of these. Am I sure. right?
0: So yeah, his fingerprints are on it, and mm-hmm. to whatever degree. But if you can helm from the director's chair two thirds of a new trilogy, good. Then, then great. Yeah, episode good seven was was very enjoyable and brought it back. And uh, we'll see how this episode eight does. And then yeah, episode nine is now going to be a JJ Abrams joint.
1: Is is it? Do we know if it's only going to be? I know they're making all these side movies in between.
0: But do they plan to stop after nine? But are nine they as going to the stop episodic? after nine and make feel, it another
1: trilogy? I mean,
0: do you really want to go 10, 11, 12? That's I feel like that's just kind well, of yeah hanging on too much. I, it really depends on what they do with these new characters and like how resolved this new conflict is. Because well, it's the same. It's going to be the same tired story though. Good versus evil and an oppressive force that wants to enslave basically the galaxy. Yeah, and, you know that kind And you go don't so want far. like
1: number twelve. Being another rehash, of then like episode Ray four passes and episode on her seven. powers to someone else. I, I really yeah. feel
0: like for the sake of you know not letting the fruit rust on the vine. Yeah, maybe the nine should, as far as just yeah. the main story in a linear fashion be the end. You can do little side ones here and there, and yeah, I, I don't mind supplemental movies. But- and you
1: don't want it to turn into the Assassin's Creed of good franchises where you just beat it to death. The same thing over and over again to the point where people were like, "Dude, I love what you're doing, but I hate how you're doing it now. And please just stop. Give it time and like let it be new again. Let it be fun again. And I hope that they don't ruin it. I think Disney's smart enough, but who knows? Money talks. And no matter what, Star Wars will always be making a shit ton of money. No doubt. So
0: yeah, imagine the, the merch numbers. On a yearly. Yeah. and uh, so just some good good news, I think. Oh, I, that's so I, news. I think
1: it's very good news. One new piece of news that's not very good, for me, yeah, anyway.
0: A, it, I would agree. It's not inherently bad, but it's just like, well, that's kind of a bummer.
1: Yeah, Black Panther has been pushed back to February. And we it was were originally supposed to come out
0: in November? November 3rd, and it's now looking like it's February. It was going
1: to be like my birthday Yeah, movie. No, I
0: know. It was a cause for celebration, you know, much like Star Wars is around mine. And now it's pushed back to February. I don't remember the exact Friday in February, but... When I first heard that, I was like... Mm. I didn't even hear that, actually. I was actually just scrolling through uh, Rotten Tomatoes' mobile app uh, one day while uh, being a passenger in traffic. And, and I was scrolling through November. I was like, where's Black Panther? I saw Thor's here. Two weeks later, Justice League. and I'm like, where's Black Panther? And then I finally kept scrolling. And then I f- saw it kick back to February. And then I looked up. I'm like, is this right? Sure enough. Um, I don't think it's for any production reason. I think everything's wrapped up in the can, ready to go. I think it's because... November is going to be a very impactful month. You've got Thor coming out, like I said, Thor Ragnarok. And two weeks later, Justice, come, Justice League comes out. Mm-hmm. It's going to be two huge box office draws. So why, you know, at least from Marvel's point of view, compete with the opposing studio and then risk cannibalizing your own production company? Right. You know, With Thor in the mix. So it makes sense. I'm just kind of bummed. I'm honestly more excited to see Black Panther than I am Thor 3, and that's no statement on Thor 3. It just kind of, I think we're in the same boat. Black Panther's our dude.
1: Yeah. Um, I, Thor, I mean, see, Black Panthers. we just got a taste of them, and it was awesome. It was the prequel. And now we really, really want to see a full-blown movie. And him We've and his seen Thor element. so many times that that doesn't really excite me anymore, and yeah, the I, last I, one I, wasn't great.
0: No, but this one, I think, will blow it out of the water. They have to. They know the last one was kind uh, yeah, of crappy. Yeah, I, I hope and so. And that was pre-Disney, too, just so you know. Yeah. Yeah, so.
1: Yeah, Disney is doing a good job, man. Yeah. I mean, we, I mean, think about it. We were just talking about Star Wars, and now we're talking about Marvel, and it's Dude, all anything Disney. related
0: to geek culture, goat culture, <laughs> anything related to geek culture, especially the big stuff, and let's face it, these are yeah. big titles and properties, it's one way or another, whether in the present or in the future, how much more so, it's going to come back to Disney Chances are. Yeah. But that's all right.
1: Good for them to think that they started with. Yeah. And,
0: you know, we should buy some racist racist
1: musicals. Good good on them. All right.
0: I think that's it for movies, right? I think it is. And this would be a good time to transition to our topic of the week. Tell them
1: I went to PAX. What is PAX? Penny Arcade Expo. Which is weird because really Expo doesn't start with an X. Yeah.
0: But is it though?
1: <laughs> no. Uh, At what? What was I would have happily went to a Penny Arcade and actually been able to play some games.
0: Yeah, that's the problem. I, again, not having been there, but just hearing your accounts and hearing these uh, definitely corroborated by other people when they go to cons and expos. Too many damn people nowadays. I mean, yeah. It's great that video games are so popular and accepted and celebrated and mass attended, but it sucks for you who paid how much ever money you paid to just basically stand around
1: well and i yeah no tickets were not tickets were not cheap they so i ordered on the pax website by the time that i went to order them they were all but sold out on the monday show or monday show this is Uh, a
0: three-day or four-day event
1: uh four-day friday saturday sunday monday damn so saturday and sunday are obviously the biggest monday was the only one they had left so i purchased a monday pass from there went to another third-party website who still had some Sunday ones, but they were like significantly more expensive. Of course. And so I was like, damn, I just don't want to do one day. So I, I did the Sunday. Um, uh,
0: PAX is up in Seattle, correct?
1: Yeah. For anyone who yep. might not yep. know. In Seattle, uh, which is great because I have a friend there, and so I was able to stay with him, and he's a video game guy, and we've gone to E3 together. And so that was great. I knew he would want to go, and um, it was... It was really good to go to a video game convention with a video game guy. Sure. But when you're surrounded by all of these guys, and I say guys because that is the majority of it, uh, that are all just... They're, they're just like you because this is a public show. They're just like you, and they just want to get early access hands-on to some of these games that they've been seeing previews for. And it just made it impossible. I mean, you're talking... Everywhere we went, lines were capped out to the point where they were not taking anyone else. Yeah, um,
0: you can't fast pass or anything, right? Nothing
1: like that. Uh, y- you'd go there and you'd be like, okay, well, is this line open? Yeah. Okay, how much time? Oh, it's about two, two and a half hour wait. And you're like, man. How
0: much time were they giving the actual players? Like five minute rounds or something? Yeah, it
1: really depends. So in some cases, like Sea of Thieves, for example. Yeah. In some cases, they're given the... People probably a good twenty minutes or more. I, I I don't know, but you're you're I think six or eight people on a team, so you can have uh, twelve. Are you sitting down at like a table? And no, play? you're standing, but yeah, you're you're there's multiple like rows of systems so and it's TVs. Communal. Yeah, but everybody has headsets, so they're talking through that, so you can't hear what they're saying if you're outside of it. Um, so it was really good to see the games being played but it was near impossible to get in there and play it yourselves now the one exception is that there was a ridiculous amount of indie games and the indie games for the most part if you're willing to wait just a little bit you know five minutes ten minutes sometimes maybe up to 30 minutes depending on how big of an indie game it is you were able to get your hands on it the problem is i did on some The problem is, is there are so many indie games, and I've never heard of any of them. Mm. And so I'm not willing to take the time out of walking this show to pick up a controller, to stand in line for 10, 15 minutes, pick up a controller, play for 10, 15 minutes, and then kind of go, well, that was weird and lame.
0: How many uh, platforms were on display? Like, were we talking PC, Xbox, PlayStation? All of them. Everything. Okay. Yeah. So this isn't just an exclusive deal.
1: No, but there was a lot of a lot of PC, like a lot more. Well, they are the
0: master race. They think so. Hmm.
1: If you go to E3, everything is about the big AAA titles. Here, they had a main hall where there's big AAA titles, but not even all of them. And then almost all the rest of the show was just something smaller, or it was PC stuff that you and I don't really get our hands on.
0: Right. So, Obviously, the thing to dislike the most about the show was the crowds and therefore the lines. Yeah,
1: uh, that was. Prob- well, that.
0: Yeah. No. Actually. They, yes. That is absolutely there? like straight up, or like can you? Are there In-N-Out privileges? Yeah,
1: yeah, okay, yeah, so it, and, grab, and that like, was actually nice as being right there in downtown Seattle. Oh, just
0: think of like the the next closest Taco Bell to the convention. Nerds love Taco Bell, like straight up do.
1: That was actually so. Everywhere, all the restaurants nearby were long, long, You know lives.
0: those employees are telling their employees that, you know, the bosses are telling employees, hey, get ready this weekend. We're going to have a rush.
1: Well, and I'm sure they're used to that because they are right next to a convention center. So whether it's a video sure. game convention always or, or a tech convention, I mean, there's always something that they're staffing up for. So anything that you, whether you got to watch someone
0: else play it, which sounds like there was a lot of that, or for the few you got your hands on yourself, uh, like kind of what impressed you the most, if anything?
1: Um, so... Actually, I'll go over some games, but first off is there was some cool cosplay.
0: Oh, yeah, of There,
1: there was a lot of unique cosplay for games that are PC-based or Japanese or indie, and admittingly, I would look at it and go, dude, that's a cool outfit. I have no idea what it is, but it's cool. It's someone's imagination. But there was a handful of Overwatch characters. Oh, you got to bet. Uh, there's... Several mercies, I saw a soldier, I saw a big dude dressed up as Roadhog. Oh, fun. Um, trying to think of what else, but there's was, there was just some cool stuff. Uh, and then every once in a while, somebody would walk, by, there's there was one guy walking around in like boxer shorts, and I was like, that's weird. And my, my friend Jordan was like, no, no, that's from this blah, blah, blah game, and it was a game that I've never even heard of. And, but he knew about it. Oh, yeah. They and get very fine. So some of the cosplays sometimes. are, yeah, they're very specific. Some of the highlights of the games, I did see Sea of Thieves, like I just mentioned. Xbox exclusive, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, cool. It, and PC, I believe. Oh, okay. Do they have, sorry to catch up before you no. meant to talk about it, but
0: did they have much like an E3? Did they have conferences? Like, hey, here's this person showing. No. Or they are like,
1: hey, you already know by yeah. now. And that's another thing so just, that here's I really wanted- so my friend Jordan and I, thats a, this is another downside that I didn't think about. Now I'm going to mention it sure. before I get into the good stuff. There was no really good conference. like No paneling. Panel, yeah, there's no good panels. Uh, I did go to an IGN panel, which it was cool to see in person, some of the IGN people that I listened to and their podcasts. It was really good to see them, but all they were doing were taking questions and after about a half hour, because it was like an hour long panel, after about a half hour, I was like, all right, I kind of feel like, considering that I, I listen to these guys all the time, I feel like I've seen them now, which is great, but I want to go see the rest of the show. I want to go see more of the show and not just sit here and listen to them. Yeah. But I but I was in the front row and I didn't think to, <laughs> I didn't want to just like get up.
0: Did you ask a question?
1: No. So th- anyway, the the there is no real good panels. We we did go there was like a Zelda type panel and I can't remember exactly what the topic was of Zelda, but we were like, "Oh, this looks really cool." We went there and they were like, "Oh, completely completely full." And we are like, "Oh, really? When did you fill up?" And they were like, "Oh, we filled up like 4 hours ago because people you were have made li- a reservation. People so were lined loose. up. Just because it was a Zelda panel, and it, and it was like one of those things that we both like Zelda, but we were like, not dude, I would never wait four hours in a line to see that. Um, and then we saw, we went to a couple of other panels that, or no, one other panel. Just I don't even remember what it was. It was not great. We were kind of in the back and just walked out uh, halfway through it. Uh, it. Nothing was good. There was like swag bags that they were giving out at one point. And they were just horrible bag swag bags yeah there was real, nothing in it literally nothing of any use to me and so not even the bag no dude i just bags are a great way to transport items i don't know if you that's a good point but literally lately, nobody bit. was giving out items so when i went to e3 i feel like i got a lot of cool little things sure here i didn't mm. i it was disappointing so uh back to the good stuff right if You're there asking. is any there is. Okay, cool. I know. I focused a lot on the negatives. No, but you're
0: but you're right. You spent
1: the money, so. And that's another negative No. <laughs> God darn it. I don't want to spend money. Sea of Thieves. I was talking about Sea of Thieves. That game looks really fun.
0: It's been I mean, they brought it up People last are year hyped.
1: like yeah. E three, so it's like
0: well any day now, but
1: But but everybody who kind of greatness. gets hands on it are kinda of like, okay, I can get it. For sure. It's it's it Seems from what lighthearted. I saw, yeah, it is. It is. From what I saw, it's you're a crew of I think I can't remember if it was six or eight but whatever you're a crew and and you start on an island and you go and you get on a boat and this there's actually videos of this that you can watch online but it was interesting to see people who didn't really know what they were doing try to figure out what to do and they had some woman walking around kind of like well they had more they had person at each station but the where I was watching there was a woman and she was kind of being like oh, yeah, no, you got hit. Your boat's filling up with water. And then people were like, okay, what do I do? Well, you have a bucket. And they were like, okay. okay. So And they would, they would go, and they would go down to the kind of like off the top deck, and they'd go down, and they'd literally have a bucket, and they'd fill it with water, and they'd run over to the edge, and they'd dump it out. And I was like, that's clever. And it, it, it seems stupid because of how much water was there and realistically you're not really taking that much one bucket at a time but but it did it actually lowered the water and uh people were manning cannons and somebody was steering and i just thought it was really clever and i don't since i couldn't hear them i don't know if there's one person who's chosen as like a captain or what i don't know how that works
0: oh uh, that game's gonna be frustrating when you get people going if this i quit and just dropping out like any good I know you know multiplayer game
1: but that's that's what you are getting into with friends, and I will admit the game is beautiful uh, there's not much that stood out a lot but it's just a genuine, genuinely beautiful game yeah, I've seen and some the water of... is just amazing I know that sounds weird but not you can tell they spent a shit ton of time on that water to make it look good
0: yeah I've seen some stills from uh, different parts of, uh, of the game just as far as what's been released and mm-hmm. yeah the environment looks really captivating
1: yep Another one that I saw was Biomutant.
0: Oh, yeah. We talked about that last a little bit. last recording. And
1: really what I saw was, and in fact, I had the ability to get my hands on Biomutant and just chose not to because there was, there was not much of a line. There was a little bit of a line. But I just stood there watching and I was like, okay, this person is playing the exact same thing that the, 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 game, the demo gameplay came yeah. out. And so I kind of felt like I was watching the same thing. And I was like, yeah, I don't really... I, I get it. I don't need to be the one pushing the button to swing the sword. I totally get this game already. Um, I did see, say, Shadow of War. Um, that, once again, same thing. I've seen the gameplay already. Uh, you ever... Oh, one, one that's big on PC that looks really cool is, is uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds.
0: I've only heard of it.
1: Well, it's coming to Xbox. So we might want to consider looking into it. But you, you, you're pretty much just a crap load of people dumped into this giant map, and it's just everyone for themselves. You scavenge for things, you go find weapons, and you just take out the other players. And if you're the last player there, you win. It's it's very much... Oh, and then the the boundaries will slowly shrink in over time. Ooh, that's a cool mechanic. It's, it's a Hunger Games
0: sure. type, right? Cool. Um. Or if you're uh, from Japan, Battle Royale. Right. That's a good movie. It is a good movie. It was really... It's weird. Yeah, it is. Cool. <laughs> right on. Glad you know about it. Yep.
1: So anyway, that that was good to see because I've heard a lot about it and never actually really saw it being played. And I watched, I watched somebody play that for, well, multiple people play that for probably almost a half hour just standing there. Um, I saw some Assassin's Creed Origins. Same thing, though. I've already seen the gameplay. One thing that really... There was a game that stood out to me that I've never heard of before. And it's a small indie-style game called Gang Beasts. Hmm. Have you ever heard of this? No. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Have you read about this? Um, so, Gang Beasts—I can't explain it. You—you you have to see it. But you're these characters in these like bear outfits or penguin outfits or something like that.
0: So, is it cartoony?
1: It's cartoony, but it's a four—it's a four-player, everyone on against everyone, trying to knock each other off. It's like a King of the Hill thing where you're trying to knock each other off of whatever platform. The mechanics are so jumbled that it's so hard to control. And so the characters are just on screen, just moving around, flopping their arms, their bodies are swaying, and the buttons are like, you know, you're pushing certain buttons that will hold on, right? So you might like grab somebody with like the left trigger and that's your left hand, and you're trying to like pull them off of the platform and so you're moving the analog stick over, but so are you're moving as well as the fact that you and and that person's weight determines whether or not how, you know, how fast you move. Sure. And so you're trying to like punch them or kick them or drag them off, but in doing so, you might accidentally throw yourself off. And and if you are quick enough, you might be able to grab the ledge. And it, it's I, it's impossible to talk about and yeah, understand it like to be what be
0: experience not to be. Yeah, you, it, know, you can at
1: least see it online, but to play it is is fun like i it's one of those i was passing by and i was like this game looks weird and my friend jordan was like oh dude we gotta play this this looks super fun and i was like does it though because it just looks stupid and then we got our hands on it and it was super fun
0: which character were you
1: i don't remember i was purple
0: ah grimace from the <laughs> i think I was a penguin squad. yeah oh, purple penguins that makes sense
1: a couple others that i saw hello neighbor which is a kind of this interesting indie style uh it's it's you're trying to sneak into your neighbor's house it's it was weird i i was not very impressed i saw some far cry 5 but it's the same stuff that we've already seen online sure i saw a little bit of wolfenstein and th- the problem is, is i keep saying yeah i keep saying i saw it because i wasn't playing it i was not willing to stand in these crazy ass lines um I didn't see Evil Within because that was behind these closed doors, and I wasn't willing to wait in line to go in there. Yeah. Saw some Cuphead. That looked cool. Cuphead's getting some recognition. It's it's different when you see it in person, being played by a real person. For some reason, it just was different for me, and I was like, man, that that looks interesting. Yeah, I might be giving that a a look when it comes out. It's not often that a 2D scroller will catch my interest. Right. And if it does, then I'm like, dude, that's going to be fun. Could be. I saw uh, a game that I had no idea was coming out. It's Dragon Ball Fighter Z. It looks like a Marvel versus Capcom, but with it Dragon does. Ball. I mean it's looks identical in that way. And it but it looked fun. I saw yeah. people playing it. Uh, oh, one of the cool things that I saw was a uh, Smash Brothers, a Super Smash Brothers tournament where the winner won ten grand. Hell yeah. And they were like professionals. Like they were Known professional player, that's high stakes up on a stage. The there's cameras all around, there's people just everywhere, and there were seats, but like nobody can actually get a seat unless you were there early. It was crazy, and I was like, I don't know if I really care to watch this right now. But when we got into it, it was just super fun to watch that. Cool, yeah, they're
0: just doing one on one, or it was just
1: one on one. But I, and that's the thing about that game is I haven't played it in so long that I has not a re- long time. I don't even remember. I like remember. The, I mean, I remember sort of a little bit about it. Some bitterness after yeah. some matches. But I was a. But, I'm a button masher in that game.
0: I wonder if they ban Meta Knight. You know, he's been banned.
1: Has he? Is he like overpowered? He's overpowered for sure. The ones we saw were pretty standard characters. The, uh somebody was playing as Mario. Somebody was playing as the Bayonetta. Chick. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If oh, could, Donkey Kong.
0: If you could think of a character who has yet to be in, who would you put in? Well,
1: that's the thing. I don't know the games, uh, the updated games. I was so I don't excited know when they put in Zelda
0: in. Or not Zelda, but yeah. sorry, Link and uh, Snake got put in. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see Dante from uh, Devil May Cry. Snake has this box that he yeah, hides he, under. Yeah, yeah, he rules. I'd like to see Dante from Devil May Cry oh, if they got the, be the agreement. Because he's, he's got some cool fighting abilities and combos and right. whatnot. Yeah, just a little thought. I wouldn't be
1: surprised if they throw one of the Rabbids in there. Now that they have a Mario versus During Rabbids hybrid, game. yeah. Which I didn't see there, but uh, I'm hearing good things about it, oddly enough. I did see Mario Odyssey, though.
0: Yeah, that game's going to be awesome. Oh,
1: man, I want to play that so bad. That one was one I was almost willing to stand in
0: line for. uh, Considering getting a Switch. Me too. Yeah, and that might be the game that does it for me. And then getting to go within back catalog play Breath of the Wild would be awesome. Yeah,
1: Breath of the Wild is the number one reason I want to get a Switch. And then Mario Odyssey, but then there's also things like ARMS. ARMS looks looks fun. fun. I saw people playing that in this kind of mini tournament as well. And uh, they were doing it. They were just, it was kind of like everyone in a crowd and he was like, okay, who wants to play this next guy? And some people would just raise their hand and the guy would pick one. And then the winner, he'd pick one. And I was like, this is cool. I have a chance to play this, but there was a lot of people and I watched a couple rounds and he was always picking somebody else. So I just, we, we left.
0: Just give me a first name that comes to mind. Anything, Game title wise, it kind of was like felt like a dud or a letdown.
1: Uh, Absolved. Have you ever heard of that? I have. It's like a um. It's a weird fighting. melee fighting game. Yeah.
0: that looked really, really. Did lame. you see any? I mean, because th- this was last weekend, correct? Mm-hmm. Or two weeks? Oh ago. no, it was two weeks ago. It was it so was this Labor was Day. right before Destiny Two came out, which is now out as we're recording. Yes. Did you see anything for that? No.
1: So, so Bungie had a whole separate theater that they had that was a couple blocks away. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went there, but they closed it earlier than we expected Was that a separate ticket? No. As long as you had the badge, you can go oh, in cool. there. Oh, cool. But no, we didn't get any Destiny 2. I know you're interested in buying that. We talking about I'm that. really considering it. Yeah. In I, fact, right before we came here, I went to
0: see if anyone had turned in a copy yet, and I was going to try and pick it up on a discount over at uh, GameStop. Yep. But not yet. That's understandable.
1: Um, people are loving it.
0: I, There's a big division between critics and fans, though.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, wait, what what are fans, I mean, fans are loving it. No, if
0: you, like, for instance, if you go to Metacritic, it's like 8.5 critic, Uh 5.9 user. Really? Yeah, I think there's just some people who are expecting too much, but you know what? I think the general consensus, even for people who are not necessarily liking it, it's better than the first.
1: Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. You know, so I didn't see that. A couple of other ones I didn't see. I didn't see anything about the Call of Duty World War II. I didn't see anything. Yeah, they're keeping ab- that pretty
0: tightly wrapped. Yeah,
1: I didn't see anything about coming out like soon. Red Dead or anything. I mean, Bethesda had this whole thing there, but yeah. no Red Dead that I saw. No South Park. South Park, fractured butthole.
0: Oh, what do you think of that news of uh, the harder difficulty you like, select, the darker your character skin gets? I think it's hilarious. Yeah, people are like, eh. it's, it's like, it's South dude, Park, you idiots.
1: It's South Park doing a social commentary. Surprise, like, they're, they're not going to just change
0: like their 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 mannerisms for a video game, yeah, clearly, if you played the first one, you would know that and
1: and they're not being it's not a racist thing they're saying they're legitimately saying that life gets harder the darker you are. that is them pointing something out that needs to be fixed in our in our world, not but doing it in a humorous way
0: very much so yeah anyway i'm I'm looking forward to that game
1: so uh, overall, it was a fun experience worth doing maybe once I will never go again though because just too many lines all you're doing is walking around a bunch of smelly people <laughs> and trying to get into a line that and then hearing that it's a three hours and you're like fuck it
0: so you wanted to go to the local convention next weekend
1: yes we are yeah because
0: we? we need to be around smelly people again. So I remember Saturday. we talked about it last year and hopefully it's not as hot as it was last year dude it was a oven it's in been there.
1: super hot lately though uh, so yeah we have our local toy and comic con yeah Here at San Santa Rosa. Fifth annual
0: already. So I think that is all for our big topics. And this would be a good time as we're winding down to remind you that we always like to finish up with two fun things. First of which, Shadow of the Synopsis. Mm -hmm. This week, BJ's got uh, me. And he'll be giving me something as it relates to anything based on what we talk about. Comics, movies, games, TV shows. And it's up to me to determine what it is So he's going to give me the synopsis, and you make sure to play along at home, and let's see if we can nail this story down.
1: This story follows a character who wakes up in a morgue. The character escapes and witnesses the scientists that were about to do an autopsy on him being gunned down by military operatives. He, too, is actually found and shot, but he realizes that he is unfazed by the bullets. He soon discovers he now possesses powerful shape-shifting abilities, superhuman strength, speed, ability. Superhuman strength, speed, agility, durability, senses, endurance, weaponry, and the ability to consume people to gain their memories, skills, and appearance. With no memory of his previous life, he decides to find and consume those related to the conspiracy in order to uncover the truth about how he got this way. During his quest, he faces two main factions, the United States Marine Corps and Blackwatch, Blackwatch is a special forces unit dedicated to combating biological warfare and the infected monsters created by a virus known as Blacklight that is overrunning Manhattan.
0: This sounds familiar, but really, I can't say with any certainty what this is. It sounds like a video game, but I can't I will say. not say. Yeah, and I don't blame you. I feel like this is a common enough story, you know, a guy wakes up in a morgue, finds out he's not really dead, but he is, and he's got all these new powers upon being uh, second lease on life, but the government's out to get him.
1: That's the thing I like about this one, is that it could be, a, that could be a movie, it could be, it it could could be, be a, a comic book, it could be a video game, it could be anything.
0: I do want to say it's a video game, but I do want to say that I, I don't know. Like, it's, There's been times in the past, you, you just know. Okay. So anything I guess is probably going to be wrong.
1: So I will give you the hint. Okay, you got it wrong. Or well, are you going to guess?
0: I, I just don't. Okay. I Unless I know for sure what genre this is, I don't have a guess. I All right. thinking... I will give
1: you the genre, but I think that's a forfeit. Yeah. I, I will say okay.
0: that I do not definitively know.
1: It is a video game.
0: Wait. Let me ask you this question. The dude you're describing, is yep. he white? Yes. Then I think I know what it is. <laughs> but tell me.
1: <laughs> it's prototype.
0: I knew it. I knew it.
1: Why didn't I say it? And the interesting thing is, is in the second prototype, the guy is not white.
0: Yeah. I own, I never played prototype one. I've seen people play it. I remember good being game. very violent. Good game. And pretty good story. Very violent. I have prototype two. It's still literally sitting on my shelf from like back in 2011. I picked it up one day. For on Xbox
1: my, One? No, 360. Oh, okay. I still have my 360. Um yeah, it's worth a playthrough. Like yeah. they're good games; they For really sure. are. Oh, yeah. I should have said it. And in. and I like that in that game when you did absorb somebody, and you absorb, say, a Blackwatch person, you can just wander around as a Blackwatch person, and people were none the wiser. And that, and so it it in this weird third person perspective where a majority of the gameplay you are just flying and running and jumping through the city and just killing a bunch of people. That is intertwined with these missions where you might be just simply walking around hidden as something else.
0: No, it had, it had some changes in pace. I, I do like that game. Good call. Yeah. I, I hope,
1: uh, I'll, uh, get it, it next time. And if you got it at home, good for you. Yeah. So, uh, we're going to wrap it up here with you giving us an awesome quote in geek history.
0: This one is back from early two thousands when family guy was still funny. It's season <laughs> three. Uh, well. this episode, just give you a little context is the one called And the Wiener Is, where Peter finds out that Chris is quite well endowed, and the whole episode is based around him being able to reconcile that as immature and as childish as he is. And this is a very simple joke without having to do a a cutaway or a gag thing. It's actually told in the context of the episode. Again, it's called And the Wiener Is, and this should describe it.
1: Is there something you need to tell me? Thanks to you, our son has a huge wang. Thanks to me? Well, he didn't get it from me. What are you talking about? I'll show you. (laughs) All right, stand back, Lois. Oh, my. Well, no wonder he's always slouching. How the hell did this happen? I'm supposed to be the man of the house. You must be so ashamed of me. Oh, Peter, I care as much about the size of your penis as you care about the size of my breasts. Oh, my God! Yeah, you know, I I I do miss when Family Guy was funny. Oh, it, it and I used its to look forward d- to every episode, and, and that was real big back when before even Netflix, and back when people were buying DVDs. That was I where I think it had it got the first really three or four popular.
0: seasons on DVD. Yeah, yeah. Now they're probably just somewhere. In my garage, which is fine.
1: And that's the thing; they have they had some really, really smart jokes, really smart episodes. Oh, and it was
0: one of the most quoted shows amongst my circle. Of Absolutely,
1: mine too. But over time, and that South Park, but Simpsons. over time, just anything. it just wore off. And I don't know if it's a, that it got less funny or if it we just got tired of it. Probably a combination of both. Yeah. Hopefully,
0: people are never thinking we're less funny. Probably thirty some odd episodes into the the mix. But if you want to hear anything we've done in the past why not do that? You know, we're sometimes topical, but sometimes just not so topical. So even if you give a listen to something
1: from a year ago, it, if you're a geek, yeah, then you're still going to like, you'll us appreciate talking shit about suicide squad, for example, like you're still going to be like, <laughs> Oh, it? I do remember how shitty that movie was. Oh yeah. So, so, so check
0: out our previous stuff on whatever you're listening to this on iTunes, SoundCloud or what have you. It's all there. And,
1: and when you're there, please give us a review. Uh, any amount of stars will do, we just want to know that you're listening more that or better, you care enough. Yeah. yeah the, we're just looking for
0: confirmation. We're trying to make contact. Yeah. It doesn't have to be good contact necessarily. Yes. We just want to
1: know that someone's just out there. Like like Jodie Foster. We just we don't care how it comes through. We'll be Come your dad weird if you want us to Weird sounds and numbers. Just let us just contact us. Nice. And you can also contact us through our email, which is randomfandomcast. Cast at gmail.com. Or you can uh, subscribe to our tweets which is at w boy, I suck at this. Yeah. At random fandom WBB. You got it. Second time around. All we'll right. Make
0: it better. Second time around. Ah. We just took that step by step, day Let's, by day. Can we end there? Fresh I, start over. I we'll like make that. it anyway, bro. Oh, All right. I do love you. And I love recording with you. And, uh, we love when you, uh, you're able to listen to us. So thank you for doing so. And until you hear from us again, which hopefully won't be too far off. Thanks for being a fan of these two dudes. Fandom.
1: Yeah. And, uh, I want to make sure that you guys stay geeky.
0: And normally that would be the end of our podcast, but uh, I just needed to continue on a little bit more. So listeners, and particularly Brandon Jewell, uh, hi, it's Brandon Green. Um, I just, look, there's no easy way to tell you this, but you kind of let me down, Brandon. You didn't see it, it's a major movie It's geek culture, it's kind of what we're supposed to talk about But I don't want guilt to be, you know, the thing that drives you closer To buying a ticket and going and seeing this movie I want uh, passion and excitement to be what ultimately wins out So uh, I wrote this song for you, and for the listeners, but mostly for you It's mostly spoiler free, actually it is spoiler free Oh, sorry I farted And it goes something um, like this want you to see the movie. So let me tell you about a plan that comes every 27 years. Don't want to see his face, you're gonna disappear. Those deadlights are bright and he's hungry for your fear. So see it,
1: just see it. They better fight, they gotta make a big stand. They've seen the
0: don't have the time, just see it, see it, see it, see it, it was really good, I mean it, the clown was freaky, causing a fright, Pennywise packing a big
1: bite, just see it, see it, see it, see it, it. just see it, see it, just see it, oh!